nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. All right, well, in the other news, as many people probably know, we had the recent uh, ruling and conviction of, of Derek Chauvin um, in the George Floyd murder trial. And so with that came a lot of comments from a lot of different people. One of the more notable comments being from Hall of Famer Brett Favre, uh, who was quoted saying, I find it hard to believe, and I'm not defending Derek Chauvin in any way. I find it hard to believe, first of all, that he intentionally meant to kill George Floyd. So this came out sometime last week. And in response to that, Steve Smith, one of the goats, one of the greatest ever to do it. You know, we know Steve Smith's uh, loud, you know, outspoken behavior. He came out uh, on the field, but off the field. He's like hundred percent, hundred percent go on and off the field. Yeah. He came out uh, recently in, in a podcast, I believe, and said, I have so much respect for the career you had hall of fame awards, et cetera. However, on this subject, yo, Mr. Favre, Shut the fuck up. Respectfully, real talk. <laughs> Privilege ass. Respectfully. Respectfully. Well said. Respectfully. Well said. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree with him. <laughs> I can, yeah. Well, well said. And uh, thank you for speaking up. Uh, Brett Favre, it's not the time. No one wants to hear from you on that. Right. Um, I know you're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. Everybody, we're in the age. Everybody gives their take on everything at every second. Everybody has a platform where you can tweet out and put on Facebook status or whatever. But now is not the fucking time, right? You can yeah. have that debate later. Right, you gotta you gotta read the room. <laughs> exactly. In, in this situation, like D said, shut the fuck up, because mm. it there's a difference between intent and impact, right? Whether the motherfucker intentionally did it or not, he nailed on a a, a man's neck for several minutes. So mm. yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> While people are telling him to stop telling and people him are to screaming stop. Yeah. that he can't breathe, and when the person screaming, he can't breathe. Yeah, it's not like that he was trying to kill him per se, but he was like, I don't care about care. his well being. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just doing like what I feel like doing. Well, right. and that's the thing. That's the argument everybody's trying to use, right? Is like Brett picked, he Brett picked that word intentionally because that has a lot of meaning to it, right? Like, did he intentionally try to kill him? Like that, I, I guess you could debate that, but. I mean, I probably would say no, but did he kill him? Yes. Yeah. Did like he care about it? No. Like, did I intentionally get in this car accident and kill three people? No, but like, yeah, I no, but, it, but it happens. It happens. Besides, right. besides people who are premeditating, and I think that's the word premeditated. Yep. Right. How many people go into a situation saying, "Yo, I'm gonna kill this person"? Right. Right. Like, did he wake up saying that? No, but did it happen? Yes. Does he need to be held accountable? Yes, he does. So, yep. you know, and, and yeah. that's the argument. Like, I. I I can try to understand where Brett's coming from, but like Shiz, you just said, read the room. Understand that, that one, that's not what people want to hear right now, first of all. But mm-hmm. two, like that, that's kind of like, I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of like a false, it's not a false narrative, but like it's a misleading argument, you know, to a say something like that. A fault, thank you, yeah. It's like, you're right when he when he says that, or you could argue that he's right, but like that's not the point, right? Yeah, the point is not whether he intentionally hit. killed him. The point is, if somebody dies at the hands of the police and we feel like there's something else that could have been done, can that police officer still be held accountable? That's mm. the issue, right? Is right. Because people are going to die every single day, some by the police, some by, you know, civilians, whatever, but it's the accountability that's the issue. And that's what people aren't getting. So by Brett Favre making this comment, he's taking it away from the fact that we just want accountability. We just want people to be held accountable for their actions. Mm-hmm. He's trying to say, 
you know, oh, this is not a bad person, or I don't want to put words in mouth. He's trying to say it didn't, he didn't do it intentionally, but that's not the point. That's not what we're trying to say. We're trying to say this is what happens, and many people testified and said that he could have done something differently, and that's why he was ruled guilty on three different charges. You know, is 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 kind of a it, it's a poor it's a poor quote from Brett Favre, but I do get what he's trying to say. But like you said, just read the room. It yeah, and fuck I'll Brett Favre. Favre. <laughs> Good shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. Yes. Respectfully, yeah. right? Respectfully. But disrespectfully. I don't care. You shouldn't have been talking about it anyways. Fuck you. Mm. That's how yeah. I feel. That's <laughs> how I feel. I would love to see like how that was brought up. Like the context around Farb's comment. Yeah. I, mm. I have to look. Yeah. I would really have to look at it. But yeah, it's just not a good book. Yeah. Well said, brother. I mean it it kind of gets into like something else. I don't know if you guys have seen it much, but there's been kind of conversation about, uh, again, like about accountability for police. And one topic that seems to be having some conversations, this idea of like, they equivalent to like uh, malpractice insurance, but like, you know, insurance for, um, you know, doing your job wrong, pretty much, right? Like doctors have malpractice. If they mess up in a surgery or something, they can be sued, they can be liable. So people are trying to say that police should have some liability or some accountability if they if they make a mistake. How um, how would paying into something like I feel like if I'm like a, a cop, I'm like oh word, I'm about to just let these shots fly because I got insurance. Bah, 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 bah. That's, like, that's yo. <laughs> now that's true, but I think like, I think the I insurance industry cool. would fuck up the the police union, right? I think that's what they're they're trying to do, Reem. I think that's the idea the wedge between the police union and. Just having the yeah, backing a of third the third body outside governing body. Right. Because yeah. the police union, I'm going to simplify a lot right here. So I apologize for that. But the police union covers a lot of errors or mistakes that happen while the police are on the job. And like nobody's debating police have a difficult job. They have to make a lot of quick decisions. But a lot of what they do get covered by the fact that the unions have made these deals with cities that say if this happens, then, you know, the police will not be held accountable. They, they don't have liability. So I think part of the idea of the insurance is that they would have some more responsibility for their actions as opposed to the current system. I got a question. What what's the what's the fucking point of having internal affairs if you have a police union? Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? What's the point of right? All these motherfuckers are working with each other. That shit's crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's the checks and balances system. It's like, it's, it's like our judicial system and everything, right? Everything's supposed to have checks and balances, but I think a lot of people would say that stuff doesn't always work and it's been proven not to always work. You know, you put responsibility in somebody to be able to check this well, person. And it works for somebody. It doesn't work for us. It, it, that's a very good point. True. That's good true. Point. It, somebody's made it work for them. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, I don't know. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't, I don't know enough about it to really say whether it would work, but if it gets to the point of accountability, which is kind of what I would like to see more of, then it's at least something to to discuss, to entertain. Man, man I know you didn't want to really get into it, but I, like, I didn't even, I didn't even take into account, you know, last week when I was just like, protect your energy and mental health, I felt like as soon as I said that, we just got bombarded with even more stories. More yeah. shit, bro. It's stuff, and I'm just like, man, this is draining and taxing. So, it's just draining. again, did anybody get that message? Take care did, of yourselves. Did you guys think that the verdict was going to go the other way? 
I thought I thought he was gonna get a like a not guilty plea. To be honest with you, now I was watching him. They threw that not throw him under the bus, but they were not doing him. They were not pulling their punches when the uh, in the trial with the lawyer. Yeah, the all the people that they had on the stand, they were pretty much like, no, we don't do that training. Yeah, nobody teaches that. We don't know why he did that. Like they were being very deliberate with their answers. So I was like, I I very much think this is gonna come out the way it should. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just got triggered because they had the barriers and stuff up outside the courthouse before the verdict. And then it was, you know, the verdict's going to come out at 4.30. Then I got pushed back. And I think I was with you, D. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yo, <laughs> if this shit goes the other way, city's about to go crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it says something that they were able to come to this verdict. But then, like, the now the conversation is um, the sentencing, right? Like, what is what is he going to get for sentencing? And, and that's tough. Like, I think people have an idea of what they'd like to see. But like, when you start to, you know, say this person deserves this, or deserves that, then like, you kind of leave yourself up to be disappointed or let down if it doesn't happen exactly how you would like it to be. The fact that he was uh, declared guilty is a really good start, but it shouldn't be the end all be all. But people shouldn't also rely too much on then what happens with the sentencing. It should just be like a building point for accountability you know going forward yeah whatever happened to that cop who uh pulled her gun out or she thought she pulled out her um taser taser did she get a manslaughter I've, it... I've, I've, uh, okay. when i tell I'm you i've following. not been following these things on yeah. purpose i've not been following mm-hmm. these stories on yeah. purpose yeah yeah i don't know i know i know she resigns and i know she was indicted or charged one of the two but yeah, I haven't really heard much about it either. But, yeah, like he said, it's important to take care of your mental. This stuff, like this stuff, really is traumatizing to see it over and over and over again. The videos, most of the time, you can see the videos on Instagram, which is yeah. like they have like the uh, what is it? This is sensitive content, so you kind of have to like click it to unlock it. But um, you you can see this stuff pretty pretty easily. So you know, as you said, the you know people need to take care of their mentals, need to take care of themselves, need a break from social media. Like, you, you got to do it. You got to take care of yourself before anybody else, man. D, you out there in Virginia, man. I just saw some dude got shot six times, man. Cops out here just letting that shit fly, man. Especially out there. Yeah, man. It just makes you think about the all the trauma that we do see on TV. Um, <clears throat> we probably could have mentioned this before. We talked about Amazon Prime, but that show them. I've been hearing everybody say, like, yo, why was the show even made? Mm. Uh, yeah because, it, because it's just i watched trigger the f- after trigger trauma after yeah. trauma and also uh, it seems like it's ripping off of jordan uh, peele previous establishments yeah jordan peele yeah um us and whatnot in uh lovecraft country no i feel mm. like <clears throat> i've heard people like um like mention that and then by the same time I'm thinking like i whenever i see uh like other content like that's like for white people it'd be like the same stuff but it just never be black people it's just interesting how the economy is like oh damn this is scary but this should really be happening to black people mm. versus like white people like oh damn that's scary oh, oh no we're gonna cut them like it, like it, mm. it just like hits harder home if you make something for black people and it's like of that genre like you're like damn well this should kind of hit home but um that- i do hear about like the like the trauma porn kind of type shit too. That's such a good point, Trev. Do you think that's because 
people like because when you see something like the show them or you see like shows about black people going through trauma you think people feel guilty because they know black people really go through stuff like this on the daily still Mm. honestly i probably don't i don't i feel like if anything it just helps them open their eyes to like it but I can imagine also seeing them not even making the connection fully. They're just being like, oh, yeah, this is scary shit with black people. Oh, no. Right. Like, uh, I don't know. For me, like, um, what was the first one um, he did? Was it Get Get Out? Out? Yeah. Yeah. That was like, I'll be honest, that was very eye-opening for me because, like, I had never really thought about interracial relationships like that, even though I had been in in multiple at that point. But, like, the, the conversations that that, movie created afterwards really was something that like i don't know like that, that very much stood out to me that very much made me think a lot more about how people you know look at relationships in general mm. um and i know like you know that one's kind of like i think it's it, i feel like people give it a lot of respect a lot of like credit for for what it was able to do the conversations and thoughts it was able to provoke but at the same time, like you could definitely argue that was something that was probably very traumatic for people because people had to deal with maybe not something to, to that extent. But, yeah. you know, to like meeting your significant other and them not liking you and, you know, like reliving those feelings and thinking about that shit. Yo, I went to go see that movie with Rashawn. Actually. I was getting ready to see. I was getting ready to see. Being able, me, because Rashawn was there with one of his exes. It was an ex, an everybody. Ex, yes. yes, an ex. An ex of his. Specify. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hey, uh, we you. was at Get Out, and I remember watching this stuff so happy because it was cathartic for me. Like, yo, someone mm. finally is getting it from my standpoint, yeah, from my point of view. And so I was laughing out loud at some of the points, and I could see Rashawn have to sit there and have to stifle his reaction. See, I was gonna say <laughs> that stifle I was, his laughter, stifle was, his, his yeah. uh, visceral responses mm-hmm. because of, of his white girlfriend there being there, because yeah. Some of those <laughs> it explains why we're not together anymore, but <laughs> some of those situations was going over our head and I'm like, oh, shit, like this shit is hilarious. And then you got D <laughs> in the same row laughing his ass off. And I'm like, fuck, I want to laugh. But also so I was just like I felt like I was in between a rock and a hard place. I'm like, I just I want to I want to experience this. And I think we ended up seeing it a second time, too, because I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have to get this shit out. This shit's funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the difference though yeah. between those. Or at least I could point at uh, Jordan Peele's movies. I could point at Lovecraft Country and say, even though they're showing black trauma, is the 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 characters are heroes. Like yeah. they're put in the position of a protagonist. Mm-hmm. And like we're seeing them uh move past all those obstacles and move or move past all that racism or whatever. And, and succeed and achieve um, yeah. with them from what I saw it just looks like yeah, they just first, getting yeah messed up the whole movie just victimized the whole time victimized the whole time mm-hmm. so that might be what the issue is with, with watching yeah. that as first, well first mm-hmm. episode was was tough to watch it was scary but them moving into this other this all white community and seeing shit like people just going out of their way to intentionally do shit which we all know that shit happened anyways but I'm, i can't i can't sit through this yeah this but see, that's what's crazy like even when we're talking about the um that well the get out movie like the overall premise is mad mundane and normal for a black dude who's been in an interracial like of just like the fear mm. of like meeting the family like that's mad normal like that's yeah. not like it was like yo damn he really came up with that idea like nah like 
that that's normal. He just, you know, obviously fleshed out a whole story, but like it wasn't that groundbreaking in terms of like niggas be scared to meet their white the white counterparts of their family. Like that that's scary. Yeah. Um and then so like with this them, I have I haven't seen it yet. I do want to check it out. Moving into an all white neighborhood, that's just scary. You don't know how people are gonna react. Like <laughs> anything mm-hmm. can happen. So like it's crazy that people you know people are like, oh it's porn, you know, they're making it so like bad, it's traumatic, but like Yo, it's a mad normal point, and yeah. every and like any black person can connect. Like, oh damn, like that's scary. Like that's a horror movie right there. Yeah, they especially during movie. that, yeah, especially during that time period too. Yeah, to like, it's real. so deeply rooted into, you know, white folks are gonna be on that bullshit. Bro, that's that's such a good point, Trev. Because like you think about how, you know, like interracial relationships, like meeting your significant other, that's like a normal thing, but like that's a stressful thing. Moving into a neighborhood that's new and being a person of color and moving into a predominantly white neighborhood, that's stressful. But like most people probably wouldn't even think about that Mm -hmm. as like a stressful, or I should say maybe most people of color don't even think about it like that because people are so used to that. You know, like you're used to kind of having to deal with that, that level of stress and being judged and looked at in a certain way that we just like, that's just normal stress for us, you know? But to have these like, the, the the imagery go along with these stories that, like it adds another level to it to where people can acknowledge like oh yeah i do get stressed out about that like i was really stressed to meet you know uh you know my interracial girlfriends you know family i was really stressed to move into this new neighborhood where a lot of people didn't look like me like it, it mm-hmm. brings attention to it um and i feel like a lot of people like people of color kind of have to to ignore that like they can't be open about that whether it's because people don't want to hear it or they're not even aware to it but like it I, I think there there is something to be said about like the amount of content that's uh going around with stuff like that you know it, it creates something yeah I definitely got yeah that out. so for for example the i forget what it's called but the movie on netflix again talk about netflix originals uh with anthony mackie and uh damson idris um where anthony mackie's a robot oh i see that um that movie is just a movie about a soldier trying to save the world with the robot. Like it's not about the black experience. It's not about black trauma, but here we, again, we have a black hero and a black two black leads. Mm -hmm. So it's like, this is also cool for representation where I could just see this versus I don't have to see him going through, Oh, what's it like being a black man in the army? You know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. but both, I think both are very important to have both, both sides of the spectrum are very important to have. It's just, execution and mm-hmm. um you know who, who am i to say who can like who am i to say like what art or what's a lot of what's not because art imitates life life imitates art so as travis saying those are very real situations that people are going through if someone's expressing that through through the medium of tv shows or film then let them express that um, again mm-hmm. it's up to our it's up to the consumers to be able to watch it or not watch it and we deem whether we want to do that or not so I can't knock anybody for making it, you know. Mm. No, and Lena Waithe, Lena Waithe is the one who who wrote uh, them. Mm. She also did Queen and Slim. She did that. With Queen yeah, and that had a fucked up ending too. No, what was that, Trev? I said I just said that shit was tight. Queen and Slim. Yeah. Mm. I never saw that. Like it, once Damn. again, like yo, yo, just something so like uh, a mundane traffic stop led to all that shit. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, the traffic stop uh, movies are. I've seen a lot of those on TikTok actually recently. Like people will uh, like their live reactions to uh, I'm assuming some kind of like Netflix or some series where, you know, they have uh, 
these traffic stops with racial identities involved. And like, that's been a popular thing for people to kind of react to lately. And I see a lot of different shows, like kind of going to that, that kind of storyline. Word. No, no idea how we got to here, but. That was off the rip. That was great. Off the rip. Off the rip. Off the rip. That's good stuff. Forget about where you came from. How the fuck I end up?